strength It's a sword of power Sword of power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Falling out super. The Saiyans were headed for Earth, and our heroes were all training to get ready, except Goku, who was dead and requested that you put his money in a grave. Will the fine fellows of Earth put Goku's money in a grave? Put his money in a grave. On Dragon Ball Super. Wait, <laughs> was that money in a grave thing something someone really said? Yeah, that's what Drake says. I know it's a lyric, but I just I didn't know if it came up again or. Yeah, he <laughs> says it every time I hear that song. Oh, okay. <laughs> just trying to stay relevant. Fuck me. I've I heard guess. him say it like literally hundreds of times. It's kind of obnoxious. What song is that from? Alex, I don't know, you the Money w- in a Grave song. <laughs> <laughs> it's from Money in a Grave by Mister Too Damn Grave. Is, uh, started from the bottom. <laughs> now we Sphinx. Started as a bottom, yeah, that's now what it is. <laughs> I can't uh, open another tab to look it up because I'm afraid the <laughs> system will crash. We'll just crash. <laughs> we, uh, I'm just completely lost because on. we do not have Drake in England. <laughs> oh. We don't. <laughs> no. Racist against yeah. Canadians. That makes sense. <laughs> there's a there's another artist called Featherfellow. <laughs> <laughs> the Mallard. <laughs> and he is quite the rapscallion. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is the queen still on Canadian money? Yeah, the queen has been dead for coron- of coronavirus for several days at this point. They're just like propping. <laughs> Where is She's the like queen? being assembled out of CGI. It's like Joe Biden. It's just being like cobbled together in post to keep the nation Bernie together. Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is on tape every day, President leading this nation, and the queen has not been seen <laughs> since at least Super Tuesday. <laughs> no How is the is. queen going to lead the Democratic ducks. Party? <laughs> I wouldn't be that would be like a new interesting angle for them for them to just be like, by the way, we're just we do what the queen says now. <laughs> <laughs> we looked up the paperwork thing. And uh, it turns out the uh we only leased this uh Toyota for uh ten years, so the queen's got it back now. Oh, it turns <laughs> out the queen got it. <laughs> it. Turns out it's the queen's car, so beep beep. <laughs> Baby, the song is called "Money in the Grave." I know the Rick song. <laughs> I just... wait—is it actually called "Money in the Grave"? Yes. <laughs> you thought he'd have some kind of clever other name for it, but that simply isn't the case. Let's introduce the show. All right, I'm introducing the show now. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Balling Out Super. Kai. I really hope that those come out. <laughs> It will probably be really well mixed in a way where it just sounds like we're all like one long hum. Oh, or like the Dolby surround sound thing. <laughs> yeah, we'll sound like THX. THX. <laughs> well, I'm your host, Jeremy Hammond, and with me, as always, live via satellite, are my co-hosts, Katie Rose Leon. So good to be in 
a bed that is nowhere near the anime room drinking with my friends on the internet. It's the new normal. Strap in, bitch. And Alex Patak. What's up, gamers? Who are we fragging today? That's going to be my new... That's it for me, by the way. That's what I say. At the start <laughs> that's of these that's it. That's the, that's the whole bit. <laughs> everybody's going... Everybody's going <laughs> online and rebranding, and I, that's like what I'm going to be doing, so... Okay. Yeah. That's do, what I'm going to be doing. Do kids still say fragging? Yeah. We'd love to say it. Okay. Yeah, you. <laughs> I forgot that you're younger than me. I'm yeah. only 28. They, I'm still young. Still a young man. <laughs> and uh, our, our guest this week, longtime mate of the show, Ollie Thorne. Hey, every relationship is a parasocial relationship when no one can leave their home. <laughs> Hello. Is that why I'm thriving right now? I like. <laughs> Besides, like, my career falling down the shitter, I feel just like the, the prettiest girl at anime high school. Well, are you getting any extra requests or anything, Katie? What do you mean? Are people, like, reaching out to you for advice on how to stay inside? I mean, I am a queen of indoor activities, and I do have a lot of great advice to give the horny masses of the internet. But Okay, it, so if they haven't started yet, they should start. Yeah. Come on down. Okay. Crawl into my Guys, DM. Send Katie specifically an email. <laughs> now that we're in the quarantine. Should this I? This is the new reality. Yeah, when you, you send guys... emails to the ball and out general account, we're not going to give Katie's real account. But when you send emails to the ball and out general <laughs> account, just put in um, put in the the headline. Um, ask KRL. Yeah, Dude, yeah. Say Katie's ask corner. KRL. Yeah, Katie's corner. Katie's corner. Katie's we'll corner. Colon, and then just kind of like a headline of what your advice question is. And yeah. we'll do like a little advice right. column. Yeah, and I'll after the colon, there should be like a body paragraph, like a whole middle of the email. Yeah. Yeah, and then probably like a sign off at the end. I would be happy um, to do a weekly advice thing, but uh, I will include all my friends because I like them. What should we have the sign off be? Uh, their name. I think it should be respectfully, comma their name. Okay. Yes. I don't want it to get out of line. I want. Well, it should be like an agony ant column where you're like, where it's from like lonely, comma London. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> lonely in London. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Heartbroken in Seattle, you know? I like oh, going to be yeah. horny on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's a super personal question, um, I will uh, respect your anonymity. We'll do this mm. full on. Yeah, like Dan Savage style. 2002 style. Let's go. Dear Katie. Yes. I have fallen down a well, and I don't know if I should take my wife off life support now that she's in a coma at the bottom of this well. Hmm. What should I do? Respectfully, Alex. Alex, I think you should use your wife's life support tubes to make a rope to climb out of the well that you have found yourself in. Dear Katie, that's a really good idea with the life support. It immediately got me out of the well. If I hadn't emailed you, we both would have died down there. Yeah. Now we're both at perfect health outside of a well with our own condo yeah. by the beach. I'm a respectable adult with respectable You're... opinions. I've never been messy on the internet at all, and I'm not drinking sake out of a bottle. Uh, oh, oh, right. We were going to talk about. <laughs> oh that. yeah, yeah. What's ever, what's what's going on, everybody? We're uh, new segment. New segment. We're all stuck <laughs> in quarantine. Drinking? 
and uh, <laughs> nobody can leave their house ever again, possibly. And uh, we're all just having some fun, having a little drink. What's everyone drinking? Ollie, why don't you get us started? Uh, I am drinking the only thing that was left in the supermarket this morning. <laughs> uh, Interesting. Which, which is a bottle of non-alcoholic beer. Oh, which is, that sucks. <laughs> Actually, kind of nice. Uh, it's well, I, I I gave up drinking in in January. Uh, so it's actually kind of appropriate, but I just I got like a couple of bottles of it because it, it was like the only thing left in the whole aisle. Well, Mazel, <laughs> yes. on... even the Corona was gone. Yeah, Mazel on your sobriety. Um, oh, thanks. I think. Do it's not a... let this disease break you, Ollie. You're stronger than that. Well, listen. I think it's a really hard time for people who are sober, and uh, if you guys are sober, um, there's a lot of meetings having Zoom chats and stuff like that. So um, if you go online, you can find a list of resources. With that said. I'm fucked up. Yeah, what are you really? drinking, Katie? What are we? What are we having? Uh, I bought a bunch of sake when I went to that New Jersey mall to have teenagers give me compliments, mm. and um, so that's what I'm drinking right now. This bottle is called Jumai Ginjo. It's in a blue bottle. Oh, Jumai Ginjo? Yes. Mm. Oh, I love that. It's really good. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's clear. <laughs> Uh, but I prefer the cloudy kind. If I mean, you don't have oh, to the, tell me. Yeah, the cloudy kind. This is for the other two. <laughs> <laughs> I know Jumai Ginjo like the back of my bottle. I'm going to fucking break quarantine to come over there and beat your ass, Alex. Yeah, I'm fucking ready. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm drinking now, y'all. I'm Yo. ready to fucking throw hands and break the seal. Yes, man. In the UK, we're allowed to leave the house one time per day in order to exercise, and I'm pretty sure beating ass counts. Yeah. yeah I gotta go does. kick some ass on the other side of town. But you're gonna have to only go. use ranged <laughs> weapons because you have to maintain social distance. <laughs> Uh, well i'm a fucking scout bro so that's not gonna work for me is all baseball bats and knives all of my knives are ranged weapons so it's fine Uh, okay with the right training um i've actually been i haven't been drinking for five days and it's been hard Um, my aa group um meets together on twitch and we do a let's play of leisure suit larry 2 (laughs) <laughs> where you just try to get Larry into these naughty little circumstances, and uh, every time he gets laid, you don't take a drink. And that's kind of been keeping me together. Uh, but today, I'm drinking a big 8% tall boy straight from the woods now. Oh, We're talking lovely. Vermont green now. Oh, and it's going to go straight into my loins and <laughs> manifest my energy. <laughs> <laughs> and so look at that as the podcast carries on, everybody. Oh man! But by the way, I gave up drinking not uh, not not for any kind of deep deeply depressing reason, but just because I want abs. Oh, okay. that's the only reason. You have to. The you best have reason to, of all. I understand. Yeah. It was part of a training. Yeah. Do you have the Marvel guy working with you? No, no, I'm just very vain. Oh, okay. <laughs> I gotta say, you know, they made like uh, they made Mac from Sunny hot, and they made Kamel hot. Like you can turn people hot. It's just you have to do it through like the three hundred trainer guy. Yeah. I don't know. I, oh, I mean, I, believe me, if I had a role in a Marvel movie, I would have told all of you three. <laughs> 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 oh, 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 yeah. You heard it first. 
first, everybody. I would have broken my non-disclosure agreements immediately <laughs> to DM Jeremy and be like, this is what's happening in my life. Jeremy right, right. wouldn't. They'd, they'd be like canceling your contract. You'd be like, I had to tell Jeremy. You don't understand. You don't understand. It was very important. Do I know. still get $10 million? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. But who would Ollie play? Oh. in Britain. Yes. Or Union Jack, depending on which one. Could you play... Uh, Captain Britain's good. He's still... It's a new character. It's called Cockeye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll play it, man. I'll play any role as there's going, you know? He has My the Dracula same attitude as Hawkeye. So. Oh, yeah, your Dracula of... got postponed. Yeah, yeah well, tell yeah. us about your Dracula. Uh, so I was going to be playing uh, Count Dracula in a show that opens tomorrow... Uh, it's sold out and then the pandemic hit. So we've had to postpone it oh, that's uh, such a until God. it's all right, you know, because we're going to take this time to like go away and work on it. And like the show is going to actually be better when we come by. Like all the stage combat is amazing. All the dance and choreography is amazing. And it's not going anywhere. Like we'll just take a break for a bit. We'll come back to it refreshed. And then we're going to be the first show in history that's going to sell out twice. And wow. Bow, this is Warren Ellis' Dracula? <laughs> <laughs> the bow on opening night is going to be all the sweeter for the delay. So it's all right. We'll 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 come back to it. And that's the thing with Dracula's, right? Is this that you try and kill them, but they just come back. They, they just, just come back. back. That's that's they what everybody says about Dracula. You can't stop them with anything. Yeah. It's Dracula Except a lake Goku. or a door. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie, how do you feel about being so strategically typecasted? I wasn't aware that I was until you just said that. Well, yeah, people will not cast you unless it's for Dracula. I mean, you're like Dracula. They <laughs> think you're Dracula. You're like a Dracula or a time period piece, babe, right? Well, at, at drama school, they told me uh, your casting is period hottie, sexy doctor, or discount Hiddleston. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, I mean, oh, man, you would be I'm a good doctor. Fine with that. Thanks. I'm I'm kind of fine with that because like I like playing romantic leads and I like playing villains. So I'm like pretty happy if period hottie sexy doctor and discount Hiddleston is my career. That is that is fine. Did you do a like lot a, of that Mitchell Webb look body doctor body hospital kind of thing? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I will play anything. I will play any any role. I do not care. I just love. What's that. fun about the hot doctor? You don't need casting. to say that. You're Dracula now. <laughs> <laughs> What I find fun about your your hot doctor thing is that like you wouldn't work as a surgeon. Like I feel That's like you're explicitly you said, a family a practice guy. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. That's funny because my dad is a surgeon and my brother is also a doctor. Huh. <laughs> oh wow! I'm getting a also, real window like, right now. I feel like you three would particularly love this adaptation of Dracula because like. We, we wanted to do a show about like what happens when powerful men get accused of doing bad things and how people like close ranks around them. So like yep. people are going to come in expecting like sexy BBC Dracula, but the, what they're going to get is like, what if Jeffrey Epstein was a vampire? Basically? <laughs> what if Jeffrey Epstein was Dracula? Yeah, essentially, yeah, that's that's the show. Dracula's done a lot of really good things. I mean, Bill Clinton has hung out with Dracula for a reason. <laughs> Him and Dra- he sees all the positive qualities of Dracula. Dracula knows everyone in entertainment. He's a really cool guy. He knows Harvey I Weinstein. I hear he's doing sets again now. I think he's I think he's back, isn't he? He's like, yeah, he's doing <laughs> it's funny, anytime we bring up any kind of sex predator on this show, it always turns into the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing crowd work as a Dracula. <laughs> 
I don't think we can legally do that again this week after the last <laughs> week. But yeah, we but simply was, have to move on. Okay, that but was that, in the before time. That was in the before time. Okay. It's a very different time now. Uh, it's been an eternity since last week. Uh, yeah, you think we should do it again? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe BC years before <laughs> no, COVID. I'm just saying that there's a distinct line in the sand from the before time and now the after time. Yeah, yeah, I'm still yeah. like the idea of Dracula doing stand-up. Like, like, oh, I'm still having fun <laughs> with... There's, uh, a, there's a gig in the basement of an Italian restaurant, and he's like, I can't. It's There's, there's too much too garlic. garlic. I can't go. He's Italian. This wasn't in my rider. <laughs> <laughs> I said only blue M&Ms. You know when your girl... <laughs> you know when you're not and your girl can't stop sucking? That's me every night. <laughs> So, who is swiping? <laughs> <laughs> Often the girl will not, and I will be sucking her blood. Black people be turning into bats like this. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. And everyone's afraid to say it, but he'll say it. <laughs> he's 400 years old. He doesn't give a shit. He's he very doesn't give a shit. He's been past that. Hey, he lived through the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Tough time to be sucking blood. It really was. <laughs> oh. hey, Dracula's just got a collar he's pulling on Wait one oh last It's like a really big one though <laughs> <laughs> uh, One uh, last shit. thing on the, the Epstein Dracula though Is that his plane is the Blelita Express <laughs> uh, That's true <laughs> uh, People people giving you this much blowback For just telling facts <laughs> It's really sad to see what our culture has turned into um, so, Ollie, mm-hmm. your lockdown has just started today, but have you been social distancing for a while now? Yeah, yeah, I've been I've been pretty much isolated in the flat for a few days, uh, just me and one of my flatmates. Um, uh, yeah, so basically the lockdown isn't going to change all that much for me, but it, it was literally just got announced like an hour ago uh, at time of recording. Well, you simply must tell us, what have you been watching? Yeah, what are you uh, I've watching? actually been watching Dragon Ball Z Kai. <laughs> <laughs> really? I, well, I I watched the episode, you know, as as research, as preparation for tonight's for tonight's lecture, um, and uh, and then I just I just kept going. So I'm now up to I'm now I'm now up to the Android saga. Uh, My word! So yeah. Yeah, no, We're not going to get there. For... You really are. I talked to you like two days ago, and you had just beaten Frieza. Well, this is the thing: is like if I stop working, then I lose my mind. So the only thing that I'm doing other than working is is like Dragon Ball Z Kai. It's the only thing that like can, that can turn up. It's the only thing powerful enough to turn off my brain. Uh, so, so I'm just like absolutely charging through it. Also, I I didn't realize this, but they cut out all of the Garlic Junior saga. Yeah. Oh really? Oh yeah. Oh. And all the stuff with Krillin and Marin. I mean, you'll get there. You'll get. We'll there. get there next year. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything for anyone a year and a half from now. (laughs) (laughs) For that one guy who listens to them backwards. Oh, yeah. I think there's multiple people at this point. (laughs) It's truly shocking, though, the stuff that they choose to cut out of this. Because I don't know what... Alex, I don't have the time display. Are we... Where are we at? We're at 1850. All right. With no room to cut. And I can't emphasize that enough. Well, I guess we shouldn't start <laughs> talking about gold, it. gold, top to bottom. Uh, quite yet. Well, I, no, I, I why are you talking about it? Well, I was... Sh- I wanted to ask the three of you. No, you guys. Well, I was shocked that the the um, the can happened off screen. A lot of mm. shit happened off screen this episode. Wild. They, they open on, by the way, the most consequential move for the rest of the series. He just learned it. 
You just I like it. I think it builds tension because you haven't seen it until the big fight. I right, have right. a controversial opinion, and I think Kai cuts all the fun out. Yeah. I'm not having fun. All right. All right. I know we're drinking, but you can't just say disrespectful <laughs> things. I'm like gonna that. do it. I'm gonna do it before they pass that fucking law that's gonna boot us all off the internet. Anton Chekhov created a phenomenon known as gapping the climax, and it builds a sense of anticipation in the viewer that we are now experiencing here on the other side of the KO Ken transformation without knowing anything of what it looks like. And the Saiyans are they're already here after what four episodes, hours of your lives, weeks of the readers' lives are saved. We would if we weren't watching Dragon Ball Z Kai now, and I don't want to. I don't want to blow my load here but if we were watching <laughs> dragon ball z kai we would still be watching raditz as no the quarantine happened no fucking way yeah we yeah, would be right. watching raditz try on different shoes at a <laughs> fucking penny pay less shoes and he'd be like this one's fine and this one's also fine no and that would be way. the whole episode and we'd have to talk about it check out also said that if there's a beam on the wall in the first act of the play then it has to be It fired. goes off in the third <laughs> yeah. act. That's right. Um, speaking of things being cut from Kai, though, I did want to ask the three of you, what do you think about the soundtrack to Kai? Because viewers at home in Listenerland, uh, you, you may know this if you've seen both to compare them, but if not, then allow your, uh, your Dragon Ball Z sommeliers to elucidate for you. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai has the Japanese soundtrack, whereas Dragon Ball Z has the Bruce Faulkner American soundtrack with the synths and the electric guitars and stuff, which is what I remember. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Yeah. That's the music I remember. So it's quite weird for me watching the the Dragon Ball Z uh, Kai version. So what, what do you three think about the soundtrack choices in this one? I personally like them both equally. I think they both have their different merits. I mean, I do remember the original soundtrack fondly because of the time period. But I, I, um, I watch a lot of anime from this time period in Japanese. So I kind of have an affection for the, like the, like goofy ass, like beep boops <laughs> that happen. It's Baby very, boop, boop, boop. I don't know. It's very like sweet and naive. I like it. Um, but I do miss the sick nineties. We got to make this fucking badass riffs of that original soundtrack as well. I mean, to each their own. Yeah. I think they're both valid. Right. When you kill a Cyberman, it's like, yeah, My wife I, is I like can't the, do those uh, anymore. I like the orchestral nature <laughs> of it. The thing that I noticed in this though, is that like, and maybe I just like, didn't notice this as much before, but the, like the sound design and like the weird little, uh, like sound effects and shit that they use. Like when, uh, Napa comes out of the crater, uh, at the end of the episode, spoiler alert, uh, it, it, <laughs> wait, he comes out of the crater. It makes this weird little, like <laughs> little noise when he like floats up into the air and you're like, so is that canonically what flying sounds like? <laughs> Yeah, flying sounds like a series of coins falling out of your pocket. <laughs> because that's what happens when you do it. Uh, also, I just want to point out that if we were watching DBZ, Raditz would be dead. Uh, but right now, Gohan would be uh, becoming a giant ape. Yeah, fuck that, dude. It's so long. And the, There's so much more that we skipped. Wait, and the English title of the episode is Gohan Goes Bananas? <laughs> I mean, that's a good title, though. I'm sorry, that's that is strong good, that is writing. 
I mean, if you're just getting the memo at the office, it's what happens this episode? What's the log line? Log line is giant monkey goes bananas. Next. Another promotion on my desk. That is what happens. He does go bananas. And objectively, it's what happens. Thank you, Katie. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. But you also could have gone with Gohan goes ape. You could say goes ape. That's not an expression here. Yeah. (laughs) Do you not not have to go ape? He's just fucking with you, sweetheart. We have to oh, go okay. grape, but that's <laughs> when. <go> grape. <laughs> Sorry, I, I. That's when you get like a Capri I, I Sun. I instantly believe great. anything that an American tells me. <laughs> Something about your accent is just incredible. Hollywood has trained you. I'm sorry. Well. I'm sorry. Are you two implying that going ape is an expression you've heard before? Yes. Yeah. Alex. No, dude. In Boston, dude. Nobody <laughs> says that. No. Man. In Boston, dude, we could, say you're you going chowder headed. <laughs> <laughs> What's this dude going chimp mode? <laughs> dude, if you try to go to a fucking Wahlburgers and ask for the going ape table, they'll show you the door. This guy's sillier than a barrel of monkeys. Yeah, I gotta Do go talk have... to the chef about serving your chowder to put in your head. <laughs> Do you have the expression to go ape shit? Yes. To go ape shit, okay. absolutely, yes. absolutely. Right, 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 right. But there is okay. a fine line. Uh, on Long Island, <laughs> they we don't cross it. Pulling a Billy Joel. Pulling a Billy Joel, yes. That's yeah. what we grew up calling it. Is Billy? Yeah. Did Billy Joel go ape shit? No, apes go Billy <laughs> but, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> Get it straight. I hate what what we've become. <laughs> <laughs> My oldest friend. <laughs> Everyone I love goes away. This has been the mandatory transatlantic video <laughs> section of the podcast. <laughs> well, your first Wait, you're saying they don't your first communication with us, Ollie, was to ask us what balling out meant. That's true, I did. I I I'm it's very, true. very glad to have learned. Kind right. of. Oh, Ollie, on the other side of the pond, do they say um put my money in a grave? <laughs> that's uh, something we no, say all the time we're only over doing here. cremations here we're only doing oh, cremations that's so here because the London city morgue is full oh <laughs> heavens um, Ollie I am reading yes. some China Mieville at the moment in my um, in my quarantine Bragging and I've much. noticed if you are unfamiliar reading a book. I, I want everyone to know I'm reading a book and I mm. wear little glasses and I take them off when I think I read something mm-hmm. profound. But mm-hmm. um, have I don't know if you're familiar with the work, but oftentimes in that work, lads can go off <laughs> and they use the local prudence of which you are familiar. And so I was wondering if I'm ever confused, can I send some samples to you? Alex. Yeah, yeah. Feel feel absolutely free. I'm quite happy to translate from American English to to English. You should have said yes to that. You just fucked up so bad, my man. You have no idea. (laughs) The main thing that we're happening as a as a kind of like um, a foundation here is uh, the main character will often call people old son. Oh yeah. So I so I I once dated an American, um, and she did not understand that that's a term of endearment. So. I, I would be like, come on, me old son. And she was like, never call me that again. Like, never, ever call me me old son. I was like, what? What? No, come on. Like, just, was like, she was like, no, no. I was like, oh, all right then. Sorry, mate. And she was like, 
She wouldn't even so take yeah. mate? Because I understand old no. son. You're not even calling me your very own son. A point of complete sexual estrangement. But that of a grown man? And that's no, kind no. of, you know, like, that to, could be me, offensive. Me, yeah, me old son's just like a, a term of intimate. Especially, uh, I think, in the north where I'm from. Really? See, I'm already learning. And the audience is learning. And that's what this show is about. Is it? <laughs> is it about learning? I feel like Finish we your beer when you figure out it's about learning, all right? I feel like all we right, had a very personal and touching conversation earlier today about how relieved we all are that our show's not about learning. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That was I did that did make me feel better. I thought part oh, of us coming to together that. as homies was about being dumb on purpose. I'm dumb as shit, y'all. I used to be so smart, and now I'm just so stupid. 2020, baby, nothing but shitty poo-poo doo-doo jokes. Let's go. Yeah. When we started this podcast, Katie was a doctor of radiology. (laughs) And now she's looking at the 2020 saying, you know what those zeros look like? Buttholes. Drag? Yeah. Wow, that would be dumb as shit to say that. from John Hopkins, and now I'm like, John Hopkins? Is that my drug dealer? Oh. John Hopkins, there's two O's in that. What are those? Buttholes? Why would John Hopkins be your drug dealer? I don't know, I'm so Alex, confused. You're not as good. I'm not as good as the jokes as you. No, you were right the first time. Alex is not as good as you. <laughs> I'm not as good at the jokes. Uh, you know, if he sold you beer, he could be John Hopkins. Now we're talking about There something. we go. Now that's a conversation. Yeah. That's fine. But I think it's around time we're 29 minutes in. We can actually begin to talk about Dragon Ball. Wow. So if uh, you're waiting for that as a listener, let's go. Yeah, go ahead and skip <laughs> ahead to 30. Excelsior, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Pete Buttigieg of The Little Mayor That Could. And I'd like to give you a little lesson about the Ballin' Out Super podcast. A podcast by Americans like you who chose to lead and lead to choose. Now, when I'm out there weaving it up, I like to listen to that podcast and really have a good laugh with my good husband, Chasson. I particularly like it when they reference Naruto, Date Bayo. If you so happen to enjoy this podcast, please subscribe to their Patreon, or else you'll be disappointing me, Pete Buttigieg, your best friend. The title of this episode is Shenron Appears, The Saiyans Arrive Sooner Than Expected. You guys, nothing's worse than planning to have a party and then some person shows up fucking an hour early. Am I right? And that that's person me, me. is Napple? No, that person is me. You're an early party person? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, all the time. I don't understand when, especially Americans, I don't get it. Because um, they be like, the party starts at seven and then they're at like a quarter to seven and no one's there. <laughs> Actually, Ollie, I do that as well. And I don't get it because I love parties and I can't wait to arrive. Exactly, right? Uh, well, I take after my dad, who's who's a bit of a lunatic in that regard. He'll, he'll turn up and be like, Happy New Year. I'm sorry we're early. And we'll be like, it's July. Go <laughs> the thing about my dad is he's insanely prompt. <laughs> <laughs> I also have that problem, so I've trained myself to set an alarm that intentionally makes me be late. <laughs> yeah, so you go like go. a half hour after. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, if you go earlier, then you have dominance over newcomers to the party. And That's I do true. enjoy that because I can exactly. play my mind games. Also, I exactly. try to be on time to Jeremy's parties because there's always snacks. That's true. There are always snacks. Mm-hmm. 
If you go to one of Jeremy's parties, if you're so lucky, I mean, cross your fingers. We're talking mini hot dogs. <laughs> we're talking a big bowl of hummus. Like anything and everything is over there. And you're, guess what? If you run out of food, you're in the middle of sunny Queens and the world is at your fingertips. Now, I like well, it to was, be not anymore. very late to Alex parties because then you show up and everyone's blackout drunk and they're already fighting. Yeah, they're already <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> That's when you want to be there. <laughs> Opposite types of parties. You want to arrive just as the gators, the gators go at it. You know what I mean? I've been watching that show Tiger King. I have a very exotic animal brain right now. Oh, man. I've been, I'm surprised more people didn't know about that story already. I've been obsessed with that dude for years. The greatest story ever told. Yeah. All right. I'll talk about this. Do you know who's the real right Tiger King? Oh, yeah? His name was Jesus Christ. Get out of here. Oh, you remember and the cat was... man? You remember the, the, the human cat guy? That guy was cool. Nope. Oh, the guy in it. New York comedy? No. the Not the jolly cat. No, no, no. Beerus? No. Uh, no, he just had his face altered to look like Yeah, the cat. dude who had like the silicone and shit right. like put into his lips so that it would look like a cat lip and stuff. Oh, yeah, I've thought, seen I him, but he's not Beerus. weird. I thought you were talking about <laughs> Beerus. <laughs> Beerus. <laughs> hey, you guys know Beerus? <laughs> well, this guy was like kind of a proto Beerus really in a cool. lot of ways. <laughs> the thing about him is you had to keep him happy or else he'd destroy the world. And it was kind of like a whole thing for him unless he got his naps and his snacks. Okay, I'm going to do Katie, this. Katie, what happened this episode? <laughs> Well, we open up onto King Kai's planet. He is talking to Goku, and he's like, let's review what you learned. You learned all these techniques that happened off camera. You're going to catch that monkey, 30 seconds, good on you. You're going to boop that cricket with a hammer, 30 seconds, good on you. Oh, and by the way, you learned how to do a spirit bomb. Do you remember how to do that? Now, it is at this point that I paused the episode to make sure I wasn't watching the wrong episode. Yeah. Because he said Same. so <laughs> nonchalantly, I'm like, I must be watching the wrong episode. These are. I want to clarify that I also checked to see if it was the <laughs> yeah. right episode. These are two of the most like important techniques that will define the rest of the series. Literally, not a fight will pass without one of these happening. And they're just like, who just did that? Guilty. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai episode eight, you scoundrel. You know what it reminded me of though is uh, in like a Pokemon game at the beginning where you'll be like talking to the scientists and they'll be like, and uh, your rival, uh, what's, his, what's his little name again? And you're like. Yeah, what's his uh, name? Gary, and he's like, yeah, Gary, that's right, yep. Anyway, you two have been friends yeah, yeah. forever. <laughs> By the way, you already know the spirit bomb, because it would be boring to watch it. <laughs> Maybe you should try that out for now, just to give the audience like a visual cue. <laughs> very, I thought this episode had a very good like uh, like video game tutorial kind of feel to it for that part. Oh my god, this <laughs> whole thing felt like that to me, just people saying stuff out loud. So, yeah, he right. um, he starts revving up his spirit bomb, and King Kai's like, I'm going to throw a brick at you, just like the fucking Cossacks did to me. And he throws <laughs> right, it. Right, he says that. And it goes very fast, and then he blows it up with the spirit bomb. And uh, he's like, 
okay, uh, let me remind you how that works. You see, uh, you suck up the energy from even the tiniest thing, such as a blade of grass, and then you put it in your hands. So, like, you think this is powerful now. Wait till you get on a bigger planet, am I right? Right, and then you use that ball of energy against the Polish, much like I did. Against the Cossacks. Yeah. <laughs> now, important notable here is that this is old school spirit bomb. So this is before it's a blue ball. This is when it's just like a weird white mass that just kind of like surrounds your body and then hand and kind of looks like it's drawn with a different medium than the rest of what's around you. It kind of comes out as a ball, though, doesn't it? It, no, it yeah, was like a on, it was yeah. like a spermicidal beam. Yeah, spermicidal beam. <laughs> if, if you play Fighter Z, this is the uh, uh, quarter circle back X spirit bomb, and not the uh, level three super spirit bomb. It sets well, up for the super as well spirit is bomb. That it shows us it shows us a little montage of Goku gathering energy from all the little things on King Kai's planet, like the trees and the grass, but also King Kai's car for some <laughs> reason. Yeah, King Kai's car is full of life. It's a lot. It's like Herbie. He's like gathering spiritual energy from this, from this little That's one of the edits in Kai, is they cut out the part where the car is alive. They just don't have time. Do you think if Herbie The whole and Lindsay Lohan arc is gone. Do you think if Herbie and Christine met, they, they would do car sex? Um, I'm only familiar with like a dragon or human being having sex with a car. So I don't know what two cars having sex looks like. Did they just crash into each other? I don't know. I'm asking you, the expert. Yeah, I think they they probably crash into each other. Okay. I think they crash into each other butt to butt. <laughs> uh, Ollie, for context, Christine is a Stephen King novel that was turned into a very bad movie about a car that is evil. Ah, okay. <laughs> or as we call them, French fries. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, even the energy does come from his car. This is a beautiful segment because it establishes um, that the Saiyans are coming and that Go- Goku has to go get them, but also a very human error that King Kai makes, which really grounds grounds the setting Yeah, that he forgot to account for the trip back Goku has to make. And so Goku is a lot shorter on time than he realized. King Kai fucks up super bad and he doesn't straight up apologize. You know, Goku does that thing where he's like, what the fuck? You just screwed me. And he goes, I'm so like, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. Haven't you ever made a mistake before? I'm like, Oh my God. Everyone makes mistakes. I'm only human. Yeah, just like, kidding, I'm a dumb slut. <laughs> King Kai has uh, issued a public statement of regret, but not technically apology. Exactly. He's learned well, I thought that nothing. <laughs> I hear he's back at the comedy. <laughs> he's he's back. <laughs> and he's, he's headlining making... for Count Dracula. <laughs> he's making fun of the Parkland kids. I just don't get what his angle is anymore. <laughs> but so As I, a Kai. when I saw. When I saw this bit of the episode, I thought that the setup with like showing us that King Kai's car is there, and the show just reminded us that the car is there, and now it said you're out of time and you have to go back along Snake Way. I thought it was setting us up to like you have to drive back, you have to oh, take like King Kai's super Cadillac and go on a road trip along <laughs> Snake Way. Beep yeah, beep. Just a real Britney Spears crossroad situation where they go and on Goku's a road like, trip. Goku's like, what? Like I can't drive, and King Kai's like, it's okay, I'll drive, and then they have to like drive across. <laughs> Get in with Britney Spears. <laughs> Amy Smart is there as well. So happy with like Spears, o- girl. 
It's like the opening of Heavy Metal, where he's just like driving the Cadillac off the surface of the planet down a Disney way. Oh yeah, dude. Damn, that would be fun. As uh, thanks, I knew. And you'd then he would, uh, then he would accidentally veer <laughs> off onto the spiky edge of Snake Way and get a flat, and then he'd have to sit there and wait. Yep. This would be like in Dragon Ball Z. Though. Can you ever watch Goku change a flat? Well, no, you'd have to sit yeah. there and wait for some like weird devil guy to like walk past and be like, "Excuse me, can you help me replace my tire?" And he'd be like, "Only if you'll go on a three-episode fetch quest." Oh, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, again, these are the edits I'm happy are in. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, for- anyway, so, uh, yeah, King Kai's like, I fucked up. They're coming. We better call your friends. And Goku's like, you don't have a cell phone, you broke-ass bitch. He's like, don't worry about it. Touch my back. I'll beam you right there. And he goes to call Master Roshi, and I said out loud, that motherfucker's jacking off. And, of course... He is. Yeah, he's, he's having a big old J toilet. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's full on pounding it. He's sitting on the toilet holding a girly magazine. And this is like a scenario we've all lived with roommates. And I am always scared is going to happen to me that I'm just trying to take care of business. And then a voice shows up in my head asking me where the milk is. Uh, yeah. And, and also the same thing, too, is like all of his friends are over. Like, they're not somewhere else. <laughs> they're five feet away. And he's just like, yeah, I got, I got to take care of Zelda. I got, I, 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 I'm getting a phone call. And then goes in. He doesn't have a phone call until he does. You know what I'm saying? Here's the thing. So, Katie, Katie you worry that whilst masturbating, you will be contacted by the voices of your dead friends? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> That's kind of a specific <laughs> worry. <laughs> I'm more is, this, worried. is there a story behind this? No, I'm more worried that when I'm jerking off that all my friends are standing outside my door worried because they are worried about my mental faculties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is what I think is happening here. Like Bulma, Oolong, Puar, the turtle, they're like, Master Roshi doesn't really seem salient these days. And she's like, yeah, you know, the other day I saw him putting on lipstick on his ears. That's a common sign. So they're, when he went to the yep. bathroom, they're all worried he was going to fall in or some shit. Right. Yeah. They as, have, as established worried. on a previous instantiation of this podcast, Bulmer is living on Master Roshi's Island for tax purposes because yes, the exactly. registered. She has to spend a certain number of days per year there. <laughs> it's she's not there for the other reason you would go to Master Roshi's Island and she knows nothing about the, the, the temple. Yeah, she there. knows absolutely nothing um, about what happens on the Gogeta Express. No. The girls that she has brought <laughs> oh, to no. Master Roshi's Islands were friends of hers and they were just visiting. <laughs> Oh, she's just in Maxwell. <laughs> she did bring lunch there. She did. She literally brought her there on a plane. Oh, my oh, God. God. That's true. How old was launch, too? I mean, you got to ask these questions. Ask. I hear Master Roshi's back. I, I think <laughs> <laughs> He keeps talking about the Parkland shooters. I just don't get what his perspective is. Yeah, I mean, he's been living on an island. <laughs> Why would he know about the Parkland shooters? But he's, out, he's telling everyone his listed. opinion. But there is a hilarious moment in this bit. So Master Roshi is is masturbating in the toilet, and then he receives in his mind the voice of his dead friend Goku, who's like, I am training in the afterlife with King Kai, and I'm contacting you telepathically right now. And Master Roshi's line is just, oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like he just immediately just accepts it and I just burst out laughing when I saw it he's just like Meh. okay that seems like a regular thing that would happen Like Goku establishes that they have the dragon balls and he's like please wish me back we gotta take care of this shit and he goes they're here early rude as shit 
And then we go back to King Kai's planet where Goku is lennying the fuck out of King Kai. He's just squishing him into the ground. Um, and then we cut back and Bulma and Oolong are very concerned about his health. Anyway, Goku says, that was neat, King Kai. And King Kai zaps a new gi onto Goku. And he's like, thank you for letting me keep my uh, turtle school swag because your shit's whack as fuck. <laughs> and he did not take that kindly. Yeah, he did. Well, he he really, it was a kind of a funny moment, wasn't it? Where he gave Goku a nice gift. And similar to in Seinfeld when George examines the cashmere sweater for him to then get that gift and then say something that's almost backhanded in a way, which was, this is very nice. It's much better than what I thought you were going to give me. Now, Alex, it kind of gives you pause as a gift giver, doesn't it? Alex, you're kind of a hype beast in your own right. Do you uh, feel that this was disrespectful or do you think Goku was correct in his uh, takedown? No, I go loco all of the time. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I, I do think that this was disrespectful, but that Goku, when you have that farm boy energy, that good old, good old backwoods Goku energy, you know, you just gotta laugh because you have a great athlete out there on the field. One of the best in the game. Hey, Jeremy, are you still yeah, there? Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> All right. Just checking. Just checking. <laughs> There's um, no telling cause you have the cameras <laughs> off. <laughs> Of this wonderful For bitrate purposes. <laughs> so anyway, we cut back to Earth, and Piccolo is blasting the shit out of Gohan, and Gohan is just evading, 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 evading. With beams. Yes. <laughs> he uh, instant transmissions and goes to kick Piccolo in the face, and of course Piccolo zaps the shit out of him with his little eye beams. And he goes, uh, you're not dead, are you? Because the state thinks I'm your guardian. And Gohan. It's quite cute. It is. Is this yeah. in the original? Because this feels like some yeah. like. I mean, I know that like this training happens in the original, but I mean that moment where he's like, "Did I accidentally kill you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry." Like, kind of feels against his. I don't think they added any scenes. If yeah, that's what no, you're asking. This was definitely in it. It's just it happened like a hundred episodes from now. <laughs> they do right. change. It some happened of the lines. That's what I mean. Is did they change sorry, this I'll... line to be a little more like? Soft to kind of like rehabilitate Piccolo's image a little bit, maybe. Right. In the 90s, when this came out, Piccolo hits him with an eye beam and then accuses him of being gay. <laughs> and now he's just doing And that didn't again. quite translate the same way. Yeah, you know, he's just back at the comedy cellar. <laughs> I forgot. He starts sets with like, hey, uh, let me tell you if I'm going to jack off first. And everyone laughs. And I'm supposed to laugh at that. <laughs> I did hear this is redubbed. So what are we talking about? It is, yeah. yeah. Oh, the Piccolo thing. Thank yeah, you, yeah. Uh, um, also, Jeremy, I've been reading Vladimir Nabokov lately. So for some reason, when I saw this scene, uh, I I just imagined a version of Lolita that's like Piccolo and Gohan going on a <laughs> yeah. trip across the United States. I mean, it's kind of what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah, he has just like kidnapped a child. Like. Yeah. His beautiful gi in the wind. Also, for consistency purposes, the sunset. Uh, for consistency purposes, ooh la dee da. Look at Mister Book reading. Yeah. Oh, get hey, out book your. Read, book reading is my I know job. you are really much more on brand reading a book than any of us are. <laughs> uh, somebody yeah. once called me the only YouTuber who reads books. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I feel like I've been on the record about reading books. That's how I got so intelligent. I mean, sure. Thank I think you. you're more on the record as someone who gets blackout drunk and wrestles people, though. Yeah, well, I feel like they're, they're kind of like... They're both pages on the book of my life. Yeah, okay. I can respect that. You know, I got in big trouble in art school because I we had to read Lolita for a class, which I had already read it before. But the theme of our thesis was Beautiful Losers. And the justification was that Hubert Humphreys was a beautiful loser because of his use of prose. And I was just like, no, 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 no. There's nothing beautiful about this pedophile. And boy, Ooh. did my Australian <laughs> teacher really not like my takes. So anyway... Uh, I've heard he's back though. I don't have <laughs> Yo, <laughs> he's doing something. It's not old yet. He's living abroad, but his films are amazing. Um, <laughs> and it's so crazy now that all these people are doing sets at the cellar in the middle of a pandemic. I mean, no one should be going there. Yeah. He's in a movie with Woody Allen. Yeah. Okay. What, I did see that, that Hubert Humphrey. I did see that somebody we know was just on a cellar thing. Uh, on Comedy Central. Ethan, right? Yeah, I was going to not say his name on the show. <laughs> Why? Wait, he's Ethan? been on our he's podcast. On show. Yeah, but he's like on a thing talking about the virus during the virus, like very specifically not social distancing. No, but it was recorded before that. Yeah, it Ethan's was recorded a legend. before that. All right. Yeah, no, and not- on top of that, on top of the fact that he's on TV and at the best comedy uh, uh club in new york he is also a nurse in the middle of a pandemic so ethan is like the most highly decorated soldier in the war today yeah, he is he is yeah. extremely cool nothing but the respect war on for out. ethan man nothing but respect for my ethan and also he hates doing podcasts and he somehow did our podcast yeah, twice <laughs> two times <laughs> that's the power of being uh really uh aggressive <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. So where are we at? Oh, we, so we had the okay. Piccolo so, thing. so yeah, Piccolo's committing child abuse. Yeah, Piccolo's committing child abuse, and he even says to Gohan after he complains it's no fair. He's like, "Well, your enemies are not going to feel that way." And he goes, "But you're my friend." And we're like, "Oh, the softening continues. The cucking." It's Gohan of- has Stockholm syndrome. Yes, he truly does. <laughs> Meanwhile, Roshi calls upon Shenron on Pedophile Island. Uh, Puar Oolong. The turtle and Bulma shake in their boots. The clouds roll in. Gohan and Piccolo look at the sky. Oh, fuck. There's gasping. Ulan grip ropes Bulma in fear. And lo and behold, Shenron, the man himself, he's here. Big-ass dragon time. Yeah, wow. I mean, I was watching this with my wife. Maybe you've heard of her. (laughs) And she was saying... That this is the first time she's heard Shenron and not just my impression of Shenron. <laughs> and so this was a big day for all of us, I think. And we also took a minute to note that it sounds exactly the same. It yes. does. It's it's a perfect impression. It's just what he be sounding like. It and he's is. a big dragon. Oh, wait. Of- huge canon update for Shenron. I don't know if this is what you were going to say, but they, 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 they're talking about what they're going to wish. From Shenron, right? And they're uh, uh, they're like, oh, we have to wish Goku back because Goku asked us. And then Yajirobe, or is no, it Oolong? Oolong. It's Oolong, yeah. Oolong says, why don't we just wish to kill the Saiyans? That would fix yeah. the whole problem. You're going to have Goku back later. And you're thinking like, yes, right. Good plot hole you're fixing now. <laughs> and then 
um, Shenron says, and I don't know if they just take these backsies this later or just the rules change, but he goes, no, I was created by Kami. I can only do things within Kami's power. And so I can bring someone back from the dead, but I can't kill anyone. Yeah, I, th- I, I mean, I always read it as like Shenron can't have a non-consensual effect on somebody who's more powerful than Kami. So like the workaround would have been, can we just like wish to transport their pods into the sun or something? But then he's like, no, I can't. Because like later on when they when they try and wish Goku back from from space, he's like, well, I can't because he doesn't want to come. And he's like so powerful that I can't like I can't move him unless he wants to be moved. So I think this is the kind of workaround is that like he can't have a, he can't have a non-consensual effect on people who are more powerful than Kami, which is like basically everyone because Kami's a wrinkly old bitch. So I if also... they phrased the wish better, they could have just killed Vegeta and Nappa now. Yeah, there's like a real monkey's paw situation going on here, but I also like that this is still in the point of time where they're trying to fix plot holes as opposed to 200 episodes from now where they're just like, figure it out, you yeah, bitch. Just move right yeah, on they, I'm sorry, it. I can't hear the uh, narrative dissonance over the sound of all this fucking cash falling on my lap. <laughs> just the sound well, of so the Super Saiyan waves. Shenron is quite impatient. Shenron is quite impatient, so if you kind of sit there like heckling with him and try and figure out the wish, he's going to be like, oh, Fuck this! <laughs> and I'll just go. So, I'm right, going so- to Buffalo Wild Wings, where I ride the rails. <laughs> At Buffalo Wild Wings, they call their bar the rail. I mean, I'm having fun already. <laughs> when I used to work in the mall in Portland, uh, there was a Buffalo Wild Wings around the corner, and I would get so many drunk teenagers coming in from there to buy knickknacks. Yeah, I dude. made all yeah, my dog, tail. They gotta ride the rail. Yeah, big respect <laughs> to B Dubs, man. My favorite chain. <laughs> Getting teens this is the drunk, only thing frying everything they got. Love it. Frying everything. The wings, they're fine. Pretty good wings. Here's what I'll say though. And I hate to do this. The worst nachos I have ever ordered at a restaurant <laughs> in the Buffalo Wild Wings. I ordered nachos at the Buffalo Wild Wings just trying to chill and watch the game. The game being whatever they have on. And I was just there and, uh, you know, trying to enjoy it. And then uh, they brought me clearly a bag of Tostitos with like unmelted, like shredded cheese on it. Damn. <laughs> and nothing else. It was shameful. It was like eleven bucks. I got Yo, fucking respect. Owned. Respect. I once went on a first date to a Buffalo Wild Wings. Wow. <laughs> and you're not together today? <laughs> I don't know what I would do in that scenario. It was the only you, thing there you that wasn't my choice. Fuck. And it was it was a case of just like well this person is British he doesn't know what this is I'll take it to him as a cultural experience I think and also we were hungry it was the only thing there wow and how was it as I, a cultural experience yeah did you appreciate our culture <laughs> I mean I sure did I sure did if this is your first night at Buffalo Wild Wings you have to fight Alex and Jeremy <laughs> would you rate Buffalo Wild Wings above or below the experience of dining at a Hooters establishment. Uh, oh yes, I'm oh. curious because I've heard of Hooters in the legends, but I've never been. I've never mm. seen one, in fact. Oh, Ollie, you gotta go to. You Hooters. gotta. You, what you a, simply must. What a relic of American times of yore. When you that's where we put all our titties. Norks. When you couldn't download <laughs> pornography, you would have to pay to see women in short shorts serve you chicken wings. It's, it's like true. A, and is it now populated mainly by people who don't know that internet pornography exists? It, it's a relic of a bygone era. It. It's like a, it's like blockbuster uh, for titties. 
Yeah. <laughs> it truly is. And yet, it still exists, and they just started serving impossible wings, so what the fuck? Oh, damn. They have a stronger appeal than movies. I don't know what to tell you. Well, you know what they say about soy and its impact on titties. What? Oh, wait, great point. So you make the waitresses eat the impossible wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's is like, that true? Well, it's like a church to titties in some ways. Yeah. I'm curious <laughs> Take to me see to what, church. I mean... Hooties is gonna have to like pivot at some stage, so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how they pivot to actually Hooters is woke. Yeah, woke Hooters right, is yeah. gonna be so They're gonna funny. have to make that change, <laughs> and I'm looking forward to seeing how they kind of square that circle. Oh, you don't like Hooters, so you don't support. Oh, they all say their they all the waitresses say their pronouns. <laughs> Hi, my name is Vanessa. I'm she, her. I have a degree from Vassar University in yeah. women's studies. Um, I choose to display my body, so it is not objectification. Anyway, who wants the party? Whose birthday is it? <laughs> hey, I'm Sarah. I'm your waitress. Mild spicy. <laughs> That's a joke where her pronouns are mild spicy. Yeah. That's the end of that one. I got, I got it. it. Yeah. I got it. It's like I five anyway, articles in- about how who does this work. <laughs> Yeah, Teen Vogue article. <laughs> In conclusion, um, I have not Hooters been to a Hooters recently enough to remember if it is better, but I will say... Mm, I think Hooters is supposed to have good wings, and then Buffalo Wild Wings has like very okay wings and good sauces, so I'm going to maybe give it to Hooters. Here's I feel like y- you want the Hooters wings more, but also Hooters is like, if you want to understand the psyche of America... You need to understand like what our like boom times were like. Like the '90s was the best time for American prosperity, so you gotta see it, Hooters. That's yes, true. but by that logic, Jeremy, uh, Hooters is the relic of the '90s, but Buffalo Wild Wings is the cultural animus of now. Like, there's no better <laughs> way to understand everything about America than just going to Buffalo Wild Wings. So they're companions. Yeah, I went pieces. to one, and I, I had a Pabst Blue Ribbon as well. Ooh. Exactly, I you did. Yeah. yeah, and some and some very hot wings. Yeah, Cat quite what you need is a old what you need is a bud heavy. That's what you need to drink. Ollie, okay. I gotta um, ask you: Did you find about Pat's Blue Ribbon from Blue Velvet, or did you find out about it from Portlandia? I don't know what either of those are. Right, I love fucking owned. Wonderful. Katie sorry. owned on her own pod. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, sorry. Always getting owned. No, I'm owned by my ignorance. Portlandia sucks, but uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon uh, um, is a very poignant beverage in the David Lynch film Blue Velvet, uh, which you yeah. should watch sometimes. You got time. Okay. Where the fuck are you going? There's um, a bit of a conversation in. there. Okay, cool. Well, I will add it to the list. Between okay. Budweiser, the king of beers, and Let Pabst me, Blue um, Ribbon. finish <laughs> talking about this fucking anime. Oh, yeah. So, uh, they wish Goku back. And the thunder and the lightning, it's going down, and Piccolo starts gasping. Goku's coming back. So the Saiyans, right. they're Lightning coming. crashes. <laughs> and old Goku breathes. <laughs> <laughs> the Goku opens his eyes. His eyes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, blue-colored eyes. I can go running up Snake Way. <laughs> Oh boy! I'm almost at the end of the second one of these. This is good. <laughs> um, Listeners, so- I'm completely lost. like a monkey going bananas again. <laughs> <laughs> God, 
I miss people so much. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Goku's uh. halo disappears, and uh, King Kai announces, "You're alive, bitch! Now go live. Get the fuck out of here. You can." You dumb bitch. Yeah. Uh, Gregory's like, don't end up back here or you'll be dead forever. And Goku's like, I know, Shenron can only wish people back to life once, but I can't wait to come back when I'm fucking dead. And they're like, oh, you. And he jumps off the planet and he skits, scatters away. Shenron can only bring them back once. He has all the powers of Kami. This will never change. None of the rules about Shenron <laughs> are going to change. And so I have to get them right now. And we're just emphasizing that to the viewer. Before we go on our merry way. Kai then goes on a rant about how he's stronger than ever, and he's so pure, which is the kindest way to call someone stupid. Right. <laughs> and he goes... He's so hot, but he's, like, such a good guy. I, I, you never see that. Uh, <laughs> Goku is a himbo. He is really... He is... He's the, the definitive himbo, example. yeah. Yeah, he is the classic himbo. Um... So elsewhere, the sands are coming, dicks. Uh, the day, it's 11.45 a.m., and they're arriving at Earth. A child cries, Daddy, I'm hungry. Let me look at my sick Casio watch. Look at that swag. Oh, shit, it's Santa o'clock. The sands crash <laughs> down and do a 9-11 on Capsule City. Wow, and, what a 9-11 uh, it was, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they hit a sidewalk. I would give it 9 out of 11. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you're considering all the people they kill when they leave the capsules, it could be a 9-11. No, they crash through but, a building. One of them hits yeah, a they... fucking building. Oh, I was eating mac and cheese while this happened. Yeah, they blow up a whole building. They knock my curvy wife on her ass, and she goes, oh, my. And oh, heavens. <laughs> a 9-11. <laughs> the door opens. And Vegeta steps out. They go, is this a man? And I say out loud, no, it's a short king, you fools. And is this Muhammad yes. Atal? <laughs> yes. Awesome. This is the moment when Vegeta first enters the series. And somewhere in 1999 in the north of England, a young man is about to meet the character who will define his early adolescence. <laughs> <laughs> Did you identify with Vegeta or were you hot for Jeet? I had a picture of Vegeta on the inside of my locker, Katie. Oh my <laughs> yeah. Which which yeah. one? Uh, it just said, never say die. <laughs> what? Does Vegeta yeah. say that? He does in the original dub, yes. <laughs> okay. I, I was the youngest of three like boys. I was bullied at school. I needed a role model who didn't take any shit and who never backed down. <laughs> And Vegeta was there. It was an important part of my adolescence. I'm not ashamed right. of that. And you don't need to dig up <laughs> the kind of work Vegeta was doing before he got to Earth, okay? No, no, no. No, no, no. I will but, I mean, I hear he's back. I hear he's doing something. <laughs> yeah, he's... But Gita, but he's live at the comedy like, Yeah, what kind of classes to rag on Vegeta shit? Like, you just don't get where he's coming from, man. Like, you might be too much, like, you know, you're, you're policing his talk, so I'm... I, He's like the Mike Racine of Saiyans. Like, <laughs> He's problematic fave. You're just going to have to deal with it. Mike, Mike Racine, the prince of all Italians. <laughs> I will have the most powerful Netflix special in the universe. 
You guys really got to check out Mike Racine's quarantine content. It's Italian finger kisses all around. Oh, the, the most Italian finger kisses there ever were. <laughs> all comedians decided they're going to be YouTube guys now, and the results are very mixed, but Mike's <laughs> top-notch. <laughs> top-notch. Yeah. Can I tell you guys, I have sourced, I shit you not, 10 different how-do-I-stream calls, and it feels the same way as when a sex worker gets people like, but how do I sell nudes? It's like kind of offensive because the insinuation is easy, and so I've been cherry-picking who I give real advice to. Because <laughs> I'm not nice, fucking nice. around. Anyway, Napa's also here. Piccolo and Gohan, Yamcha, Krillin, Yajirobe, they feel that shit in their balls. Oh, no. Sorry, guys. My, oh no! I was getting a spam phone call. My notes went away. <laughs> um, oh okay. <laughs> Do you think you can remember how tall Napa is? He's very <laughs> tall. Wow. He's so I, I, tall. I can't believe it. The original drawing of Vegeta and Napa. Napa is nine feet tall. <laughs> or Vegeta, Vegeta like, is three feet tall. <laughs> One of those two is happening. And then, uh, yeah, Chatsu's scared. Tian feels something. At long last, they're here. Earth is fucked. Tune in next time. Dragon Ball Z. Kai! Woo! Kai! I mean, I don't want to get stuck on this, but all of Vegeta is the size of just Nappa's thigh in this one introduction sequence. They really just want to nail it home. Yeah, big deal. And when when you're talking about, like, a ground game, I don't care how high your power level gets. You're dealing with someone five times your weight. I mean, you're essentially talking about wrestling a tiger at that point. Nappa <laughs> is an undefeatable Titan of a uh, figure, and we can't wait to see what he brings to the mat in these coming episodes. Well, they really want to, they really want to like make you think that Nappa is the one in charge until like the last possible yeah. moment. Yeah. They just keep making him bigger and bigger. <laughs> Real Penn and Teller hours. <laughs> <laughs> we all know who the real you think magician Ken is, is the one in charge you think he's in charge because he's so big but then how come teller knows all the magic but then teller just like vaporizes him yeah pen's just a yeah. juggler we all know this to be true pen disgraces teller one time and teller just puts a beam to his face and blows his head off <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, rate the episode. Katie, out of seven Dragon Balls. I don't know, man. I hate that the KO Ken and Spirit Bomb happened off camera, but some stuff did happen. I'll give it four out of seven. Wow. Yeah, I got to sympathize with that. Alex, what do you say? I'm going to give it three out of seven in that I am recognizing that Dragon Ball Z is a better show than Dragon Ball Super and that their bad episodes are still going to be better than most episodes of Dragon Ball Super because I think this was a bad episode of Dragon Ball Z. Nothing really happened, but it had a lot. It just hadn't completely given up on itself yet. So <laughs> <laughs> there's like more to talk about and stuff. I don't know. It was good, but it, uh, I expect more. It has great potential to be a very powerful warrior. I'll keep watching. Keep keep up the good work, Dragon Ball Z Kai. Yeah, Ollie, what do you say? I'm inclined to give it four, but uh, you all know my rule, and unfortunately Master Roshi is in this episode, and therefore it does lose one point for that. I'm only giving it three. <laughs> welcome welcome to the club. Fair, yeah. Uh, I'm also going to give it three out of seven Dragon Balls. Um yeah, I mean, it's it, not a lot happened in this episode. It's losing points because of off-screen Kaoken and Spirit Bomb. That's some bullshit. Uh, but 
very optimistic about where things are going. I think the next episode's going to be a real uh, real barn burner. <laughs> yeah. Master Roshi's next special. I mean, with everything he's learned about everything that's happened. Oh, dude. And the Me Too stuff. Well, and listen, famously, you know, Roshi throws out an hour every year. You know, every year, every year he makes he a whole new hour. Whole I new mean, hour. and so he's been gone for a couple of years. I mean, you got to wonder, like, what's that new special going to be like with three years? Oh, my God. <laughs> and the thing is, with a lot of these warriors, none of them are writing. And so to just see one at the top of the game, just throw everything out. It just really makes you want to approach the whole field fresh again. Uh, where are we on time? Are we done? Yeah, oh, yeah, we're an hour 10. Oh, do you want to oh, do an no. email? Let's we, do an email. At an hour and 10? No, no. What the fuck else I'm gonna, are we I'm going to edit it. Just all right, all right, yeah. all right, all right. It's time for Dragon Wave. Give me some of that Dragon Wave. This is from Eric Tate. Hello. 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 Title of email, <laughs> Kai good, quarantine bad. <laughs> Correct. Hey, ballers. Oh, let's see where he's going with this. <laughs> hey, ballers. I'm really enjoying the new episodes of DBZ Kai. You all are nice company for when I'm working overnights at the Depression Factory. <laughs> I also want to... <laughs> I also want to formally apologize to Katie for the Ollie thing. My bad, and if I ship something, I won't put it out there again. Did oh not choose God. this Wait, on what? purpose. Didn't even realize he said that in this. Wait, what? I don't even know what that means. What? Uh, I did get a DM like a few months ago where this guy was telling me to, to like if I was into Ollie to go for it. I'm like, I'm 31 years old. I'm not going to like go out yes. and yes. the country. Like, yes. It's just not going to happen. Just flee the country, Katie. This is your well, chance. You know, you know, Katie, I've been thinking about you ever since we went on that date to Buffalo Wild <laughs> It was a magical evening. Sticky fingers and... I mean, I I have I have dated people older than thirty one before, so that that is like no, that's not an issue. But like, anyway. no, it's not. I'm just saying. What I mean by that is, I'm too grown to have that kind of optimism to think uh, it's going to work out between uh, me and someone overseas. No offense, Ollie. But I'm like, yeah, old but, as yeah, d- don't line. worry. I I have also learned that lesson. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I hope you all are making it through the quarantine, okay? Being inside for so long sucks and definitely wears on you, so take care of yourselves. Personally, I have a thing for beards, so my question is this. (laughs) What facial hair would each of the DBZ boys grow out to prove their masculinity? For example, Piccolo has mad five o'clock shadow energy to me. Love the pod, good luck staying sane, and making it podcast rain. Um, well, Piccolo we have... would look really hot with a five o'clock shadow. Just that is true, yes. Yeah. He would. Absolutely five o'clock shadow. I mean, what I'm going to start this conversation on is the one textual example we have from the show is Vegeta grows a sexy beard. And a mustache. He has, Super a, he has a training. mustache in GT. Mustache. Yeah, he has mustache. Oh, and it's, it, and that's the best one for him. It, it rules. rules. It's a very good look for him, yes. But what would you two individually? That's what they're asking. I think, no, it said the Z boys. Yeah, oh. officially, where the DBZ boys grow out. I'm sorry. Not us. Okay. We all know I can grow a powerful mustache, but it is forbidden by my sensei. Yeah. Um, Alyssa. Yeah, I would also <laughs> like to. St- <laughs> I would like to see Yamcha with like a Frank Zappa mustache as well, because that's how I roll. Yeah. But um, let's be frank; they're all gonna have different mustaches. 
I feel like Krillin grows a mustache in GT, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. Yes, his sucks. Uh, no good. He's got like an he's, old, his old sucks teacher so bad. mustache. Yeah, his looks like he he wears sunglasses at school, so he can be like, "This way, they can't accuse me of looking at the girls." And you're like, <laughs> why would you say that? <laughs> You work here. Feel like you, I'm going bird watching, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Krillin's accepted a lucrative job as a Greek lecturer. At Oxford. Yeah, I bet Goku Gohan's would do. The... Uh, Goku would do like a big new metal goatee, like one of those long ass, like oh, yeah. <laughs> that. Everyone like, would be oh, like, like yeah, yeah. exactly. Goatee? Everyone would yeah. be like, you simply must stop doing this. And he's like, I can't. It's so fun. <laughs> Why do they always send the poor? <laughs> <laughs> I would also second that I feel like Tien would do that, but in the, like, I don't think I should police my body's urges type way. Yeah, but he braids right. it. Yeah. He would braid it in three braids. Yeah. <laughs> Tien, do this. Tien, if you're listening, do it. If you're listening, it. do it. <laughs> Chatsu, I Gohan feel like would, would be have like... a pencil mustache. <laughs> you know he would. He always Ooh. makes the wrong decision. Yeah. Chatsu, I feel like, would be a real wild card and just do, like, a full... No, I was thinking, like, a full nice beard. Like, just really, like, Ox King-like, just big hmm. beard. <laughs> just really throw He's so everyone. small, too. Yeah, that, that's the thing, yeah. He's so small, but a beard so big. Wow, that's really something <laughs> that makes you think. He'd really surprise makes you. Makes you think. Yeah. Oh, wait, I just realized I with quarantine, there. there's a segment of the show I'm very excited for. <laughs> what? Is it the plugs. Goku hot I'm excited thing? for plugs. Now that everything's <laughs> oh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Let's go. Yeah, well, Eric, thanks for writing in. Um, everybody would have mustaches for the most part. All right. Yeah, I think Everyone so. would have mustaches for the most part. Plugs. Ollie, what have you got going on? <laughs> uh, well, for those of you who don't know me already, I run a YouTube channel called Philosophy Tube. If you thought my content was weird and horny before, just wait and see what I'm going to make when I'm trapped in my flat. Holly <laughs> Thorne only can't fans. Get to my studio, so it's going to be like weird and homebrew, and uh, it's not going to be about the coronavirus as far as I can make that happen. Ride the so. rails and subscribe. Subscribe, like, subscribe. Please support me on Patreon so that I can continue paying my rent. And uh, yeah, please don't message my friends telling them that. They <laughs> Stop sending me that message. He I lives know in England. You will anyway. <laughs> I mean, I love when people suggest that I should go for people out of my league, but like, I don't need that shit rubbed in my my wounds, you know. And not people you really know, like CM Punk. Katie, you should go for it. Shoot your shot oh, with yeah. CM Punk. CM Punk? He's not going to date me, even though I have lied about being vegan on several days, so I can do it again. Katie, well, first of all, first of all, I'm not out of your league. You're one of the coolest people I've ever met. And second of all, leagues are all canceled because we're all in quarantine anyway. There's, there's no leagues anymore. They canceled every sporting event. Anyway, you can, well you can find my public meltdowns at Twitter at, at Katie Rose or on Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. You'll be unsurprised to hear I have nothing else to plug because my job has been canceled due to shutdown. So I'm just inside making Instagram videos and uh, being nuts. That's relatable. That's relatable. Hey, Alex, about- what do you got? Katie, it's the end of the world as we know it. Shoot your shot with Billy Joel. <laughs> I mean, I will be real. I did send off some 
very unreasonable DMs when this shit first started because I'm like, what the fuck do I yeah, care? Yeah, whatever, <laughs> man. Shoot that shot. Get that shmoney. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Billy Joel. I know this is kind of weird, but <laughs> I know we since haven't there's a quarantine. <laughs> we haven't seen each other since you crashed your car into my house. <laughs> but <laughs> since you went ape on my house. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard he's back. Heard he's <laughs> no, no, he's no. He's I heard he's doing sets at Shea time. Stadium. <laughs> I heard he's, he's doing he's, sets from Kay's front room. <laughs> he's doing sets at Madison Square Garden. Alex, what do you got? Um, yes. Okay. So, luckily for me, I still record two podcasts, uh, which is four recordings a week, baby, and I have lots of stuff to do. So, check out Poddam America. A vital industry. Subscribe to this podcast. I will be uh, doing an official radio play of Pedophile High School where I do all of the voices because I'm trapped in my house. Oh, God. <laughs> and sound designing it, which will probably take forever. So uh, give it at least two weeks, but, you know, I'm going to put that up somewhere. Alex, and you can I love read this you. on my Twitter. And it with a heavy heart, you know, it really hurts me to put you in the cancel book, but... The pen's in my hand. It's a great, it's a great work. We're all really excited about it. Everyone at the shop is excited, and uh, you you can check it out at my Twitter at Patak Joke. So check that out. That's it for me. All right. Find me on Twitter at Jeremy Thunder, and uh, like Alex, my other content is also online, so that's not stopping anytime soon. Check out my other podcast, Generation Loss, where I watch movies with Bryn Nebor from Beep Beep Lettuce, um, and uh, Beep Beep. That's it for this week. Join us next week. Super. Super. Super.